0: I want to add more context to the whole decision of living in grandma's house or living with family period, right? You can replace grandma's house with auntie, with uncle, with your parents, specifically for millennials or any generation. It may be a good strategic investment to do this for a period of time, especially with the economic situation that the world is in right now. It could be a very strategic opportunity move in with some folks save some money and then buy and invest later on and i say that because according to it was an article written on cnn black millennials are spending about 30 percent of their income on just rent Mm -hmm. right so you make a hundred thousand dollars a year thirty thousand dollars is going towards rent which as as y'all know is you don't get that back right it's not tax deductible so it's that's just money being gone. And it's right? not
1: going towards ownership. In and it's opinion, not going- unless you have a rent to own situation.
0: But Exactly. Right. So if you're spending 30% of your income every single month on just renting, you still need to pay utilities. You still have renter's insurance. You still have groceries. So you're probably spending a close to 50, 60, maybe even 70% of your check on just your needs and necessities and what you need to survive. So you have a limited number of how much funds can go towards saving and actually investing. And that's what living in grandma's house when we were in right after college allowed me to do. My first job, I started working, the i.e., started living at grandma's house, and I was paying, again, paying a little bit of rent, but I was able to stack up. And then years later, we were able to buy our first condo because of the money that we were both able to save living in grandma's house right after graduation.
1: That was Absolute game changer for me. My life would look probably a lot different right now if I was not able to live at Nana's house. Because um, I did right out of college get a job in the Bay Area, so I worked in Oakland. Um, and if you know anything about the Bay Area, it is one of the most real estate exp- expensive real estate markets in the world. Um, and so it, I was able to stay at, at Nana's house and and stack up, whereas. With the job that I was able to get, it was, it was cool. It was a cool paying job, right? I definitely was blessed to have it, Mm. but it was not like, it was, it was not a ball and it was not a tech type salary job to where I would have been struggling if I had to pay rent in the Bay Area and, and also survive yeah. um it would have been very it would have been very hard so i was able to stack up a, a large amount of money um while living in the bay area which is rare yeah. um so yeah that was definitely a game changer for me as well
0: All right and I, and I think to the credit of the black millennial tribe out there sh- shout out to us i think a lot of folks are having the same mindset we have mm-hmm. because black home ownership in general in 2019 was at 43.4%, while white homeownership was at 71%, right? So again, big discrepancy there. But for some reason, this is interesting, during the pandemic Mm -hmm. 2020, we saw a spike in Black millennial homeownership specifically, Mm -hmm. which I, I attribute to folks like earn your leisure folks like social proof podcast folks like the m4 podcast which we weren't m4 back then (laughs) but i think there's there's been a wave of financial literacy there's been a wave of ownership and there's just so much content out there now to where it's like you can't say you didn't know right now you you cannot say you didn't know about home ownership at this point because there's so much information and black millennials are taking advantage of that to where in 2020 black home ownership spiked up to 46.4 percent nice 3% 3% increase one year, largely because of Black millennials doing their thing. So again, yeah, shout out to y'all. This is not a bash on anybody. This is just kind of a rea- reaff- reaffirmation, reaffirmation, reaffirming. Sure. We make up words here. We ain't worried about Merriam. all right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this is just reaffirming the importance of it. One more kind of a little bit of a pivot, but still within why it's important not to sell grandma's house, right? One path why you shouldn't sell grandma's house is because it's a way, kind of a, a safe haven for you or for other generations to live in. Mm-hmm. Pay, pay a little bit of rent, right? Right. No, no free stuff. Pay a little bit of rent, but be able to essentially stack up mm-hmm. and then eventually either invest money into their own business, which is something we've been able to do, or invest money into buying their own home after living grandma's house or parents' home. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the M4 show and our mission to increase the wealth of black families.
1: If you received any value from this episode, any value at all, any, 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 do us a favor and give us a like and subscribe on YouTube and Apple, Spotify, anything, all all of them, all of them, them. them. (laughs) wherever you're listening, go ahead and like and subscribe.
0: And after you like and subscribe, make sure you send this episode to at least one family that you really want to see win. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.